Thank you for tuning in to The Witching Hour. I have a very fun and wonderful guest for you today. I have the spooky foodie herself, Ansley Lane. But before I bring in Ansley, where's Patty? If you are tuning into this, the week we first drop, which is the week of Monday, June 12th, 2023. Yep. The year is like half over. We are getting there. I am home. I just got home probably late last night. If you're watching this on Monday from Las Vegas, I just finished on a wonderful, I'm sure it was wonderful, event at Hollywood Emporium. Two seances. The first one sold out so fast. A practical magic class, private readings, book signings, just mix and mingle. So I am sure it's great. And hopefully I'll be going back soon because Vegas is one of my favorite cities. Um, and I'm after that going to be home for a few weeks. I'm going to be home. My travel doesn't start again until August. August, I have two really good ones. I'm going to be at Hexfest, which I think is the biggest, witchiest festival um, weekend. I myself am teaching three different classes and I'm part of a panel and there's a hundred million thousand other witches speaking on all sorts of other things. I might exaggerate just a little bit, but it's just a little bit. It's really close to a hundred million <laughs> all over New Orleans. So that's going to be really great. And then right after that, I'm going to be at the big Paracon, Michigan Paracon. It's way up in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, almost to Canada. It's at this beautiful Indian casino. Everybody is, everybody goes. It's really fun. And I'm going to be speaking and doing all sorts of things at that one. So August is going to be back to travel. And then it's, you know, hit the walls running um, for September, October, November, and December. But July is off. I'm going I'm going to clean my house. It'll take all of July to organize my closets, I think. Um, but while we're here, Tuesday night, Tuesday night, all our talks of haunted dolls and things that I'm working on and stuff we're going to be doing. I'm teaching a class on puppets Tuesday night at my school at University Magicus, universitymagicus.com or magicu.org. Puppets. What are puppets, you say? They are magical little dolls that have been forever that you use for magical things. Um, people always look at them and think, oh, it's scary. You're going to stick needles in them. It's like a voodoo or a voodoo doll. But in all actuality, they could be used like acupuncture, sticking the needles in your headache. There's all sorts of ways to do it. So if you are interested, this Tuesday, um, the 13th, University Magic is a very, very affordable, sitting here on Zoom, an intimate class all about magical dolls, puppets, kitchen witches, house guardians. Um, so tune in. Tune in. And Wednesday, what are you doing Wednesday? You are listening to the Witches Movie Coven every Wednesday at six o'clock um, Pacific time, nine Eastern. Myself, Heather Green, who is the expert on witches and movies, Jason Mankey, Courtney Buckley, Richard Lael Lillard, and you talk about witches and movies. I don't know what we are doing yet. We have a whole list. We're getting close to doing Midsummer, I think, which are going to come back momentarily when I talk about the magic lesson. Um, but make sure you tune in because it's live. It's live on YouTube. So we want your comments. You want us agreeing and disagreeing us when we agree and mostly disagree with each other about the movies. Love it. Hate it. Wands up, wands down. And while you're doing that, both Witches Movie Coven or just listening to this, 
Make sure you have some fun merch. Go to mysterycontrol.com, which is movie coven. We have wrap of up blankies and mugs and hats and t-shirts and clubs. I now also have my Patty Spellcaster line with spells and magical things. I, of course, I am still launching my Patty's Power Panties. Change your underwear, change your life. I've been doing it forever and now you can do it too. Each one comes with a spell. Each one comes with the magic you put into it, magical sigils, magical symbols, love, protection, health, intuition, passion, money, you name it, we've got it all there. We have just everything you want. Go to missioncontrol.com and use code PADDY for 25% off everything there. P-A-T-T-I. Um, the other thing I do want to announce that I'm really happy about is Ghost Adventures, you know, that I've been working with the guys a couple times a season for like eight years now, has moved to Discovery Channel. Yes, it is like the big parent company from Travel Channel. It's way bigger, though. Um, I just filmed with Zach and the guys, so our episode should be coming up really soon, the one we just shot. They just launched last week on Discovery of the two-hour special. So um, check out Ghost Adventures. Check out my YouTube boys. Check out Overnight, TFIL, Elton Caste, Corey Shearer, both which have been on the show, um, the Overnight Channel, because they've got more and more endless stuff. Their home, Haunted Homies podcast, I've done some of those. So there's lots to do while we're sitting home or we're not sitting home. Um, so if you want to know more of what I'm doing, um, go to pattynegri.com. My calendar is there. Sign up for my newsletter. I only send them out every month or two and like, here's what I'm doing and here's some magic and here's whatever you want to do. Um, more than you ever want to know, <laughs> but I don't, There, I'm not one of those people who sends them every day or even every week or even every month. I just don't have that much time, but they're good when you do get them. So that's it. That's where I am. I am here with you. So join me. Hey, everybody. Guess what time it is? You don't have to guess. It's obvious. It's time for the Willow Report. Yes, I just woke her up off the couch. Yes, she's going, what's going on, mommy? And yes, she's probably going to yawn at least two times. Number one, right there. Today, what Willow wanted to do, I was going to talk about how she's becoming the escape artist and my husband spends day and night building up our little white picket fence that somebody can't climb under with or break through. But instead, she said, no, mom, let's talk about my favorite toys. Her favorite toy, of course, she actually got it from Wiener Schnitzel because she's a Wiener dog and she's going to be racing in the Wiener National, is her hot dog toy. Isn't that really cute? She likes lots of little stuffed animals that are animals that I can't even tell what they are, but she had to show you her favorite one. And I must say, she was probably the size of this when we got it from my friend Yvonne. Willow's favorite little toy, the seahorse. It's huge. It takes up half of my living room. She sleeps on it. She drags it around the house. She tries to get it up and downstairs, which she really can't do. But it's it's her security blanket. It's the cutest thing. Does your dog or cat have a special toy, a favorite toy that makes them feel good? Check it out. Make sure they always have it. But Lee, we just wanted to show you 
the seahorse. And again, she was the size of a pea when we first got it, and she still tried to carry it around. So get your baby. Yawn number two. Oh, my psychic or something? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to let her go back to sleep, but play with your dogs, play with your cats, get them special toys. Um, Gracie is just discovering catnip because she hit a year old and cats often don't like it until they're a year, but she's discovered catnip. So we're going to see what her favorite I'm high on a catnip toys are too. So wake up Willow, head, head high, head, head up, head, head. No. <laughs> oh, it's a three on day. What could be better? Anyway, treat your babies well, because they love us. They love us. And uh, good for your health, good for everything. And that's the Willow Report. That's all we got. She just wanted to play show and tell. Hi, everybody. This is Patty. For this week's magic lesson, we're going back to the wheel of the year, the eight major pagan or elemental holidays. Four of them are attached to the solstices and four of them are holidays. This is one that is attached to the equinox or the solstice. On June 21st, we have Letha, L-I-T-H-A, also known as the summer solstice that everybody celebrates, also known as Midsummer, which even Shakespeare writes about. It's a time of celebration. It is a time when we are actually going into the summer and we're getting ready for the last half of the summer, though it's the first day of summer in our calendar. And it is a time to celebrate. Letha, um, Midsummer is about barbecues and bonfires and flowers. Yes, yes, it does sound like we are continuing from, wasn't that what Beltane sort of was and all this thing? Yes, it is. In the summer, we celebrate, we go outside, but now we are preparing to come back in as the sun's starting to get smaller. In mythology and the story, the Oak King has been running the world for the last six months. After June 21st, the Holly King is going to take over for the darker nights of going into winter. So we want to celebrate that. It's a really good time to do um, magical, to do manifestation work, to do prosperity work, to look back and see what you have done and accomplished this year because you have, and we know how important gratitude is. So look back at your first six months. Wow, I did get a new apartment or I did that or I got healthier, I, whatever that is appreciate it and set what you want to do. Acknowledge your successes, acknowledge what you're doing. It's a time, if you have it, because it's the summer and this is what they did, fresh fruit, fresh flowers, celebration, beautiful spreads with beautiful everything, celebrating with friends, dancing, fruitfulness in all its ways. And I think more than anything, our planet can use that right now more than ever. We're just coming out of, you know, kind of dark towns. So celebrate with bees and plants. Um, snakes are part of Letha. Anything that's pollinating like bees and butterflies, because they're out now. So celebrate all of life and all of Earth. And again, what's good about these Earth holidays is that, the, yes, it's great to look up. It is great to look up at the angels and the dragons and the aliens or whatever you believe in. But we're sitting on this little planet right now. We've got to remember to look down in reverence and appreciation and help our beautiful mother here. Cause she's your mom and she's my mom. And without her, we got nowhere to go.
We are kicked out of the house. We got nowhere to go. <laughs> so celebrate it with Letha. It's a beautiful time of day. L-I-T-H-A. Get out, celebrate nature. Candles, yellow foods, orange foods, yellow flowers, orange flowers, red flowers. Get out and celebrate. That's it. That's your magic. Magic is everywhere and in eight major holidays. I have a beautiful guest for you today. We kind of get to know her together, but I've heard about her for a long time. I have followed her. So let me tell you a little bit about Ansley Lane, the spooky foodies. She too here is a local girl around town and she's an investigator and I'm just going to bring you right in. So hi, Ansley. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Patty. Thank you for having me. It's great to e-meet you. <laughs> I know. I, whatever we call this. <laughs> um, so how, let's just start out. Um, how did you become the spooky foodie? Is it the food like in that you chef and cook? Or is it just because you hang out with ghosts in restaurants? I, I just like hanging out with ghosts. I've loved the paranormal my whole life. I've always been intrigued by it. And after graduating college, I was like, I got to do something in my free time as a working actor, you know, because auditions weren't enough for me. So I was like, what are two things I love most in this world? Food and ghosts. So I was like, wait, why don't I just go to like haunted restaurants? Like, are those, do those exist? Is that a thing? Have people done that before? And I looked into it. Like I've seen a few shows about haunted breweries here and there, but nothing much. So I kind of just dived in I did a lot of research and there's actually a ton of haunted restaurants and bars in Los Angeles that's fabulous yeah so um I why why the interest in the paranormal so often it's because people actually are gifted and if you're an actress you probably have a lot of creative art artistic side of things so have you been talking to spirits your whole life or um so I've been seeing spirits yes my my whole life ever since I was a kid I grew up in Vegas, which is super haunted everywhere. Um, my dad's a true crime historian and he's also a mob historian. And so he would take me a lot to different old haunted places all around Nevada and Las Vegas, like uh, Lake Mead for one. And then a ton of like the, the haunted hotels all over the place. And I would see things. Um, he took me to these mines once, like these gold mines out by Mar Mount Charleston. And the first spirit I ever saw, I was like about, I think seven. Um, I was walking down the mine by myself and I saw this, like this apparition of this woman standing at the end in like this long white saloon dress. And I thought it was an actor, but she disappeared. And um, I went there a few more times after that and I would see her. I would see her multiple times. She would show herself to me a lot. And that's kind of when I started believing in it. And I've seen and heard things in a ton of the Vegas hotels, um, TVs turning on, things like that. Um, people yelling and screaming from nowhere. So I've, I've definitely had a lot of experiences growing up and I've always believed in it. Good. What do you think? I agree about Vegas. I've, I'm there a lot between with, with ghost adventures or Zach or the museum, but yeah. even like I've, they put us up like in the Palm, which is a nice modern hotel. And yeah. I had the TV turning on and off. I had my shower even turn on and off and my cell phone got completely more haunted than usual. What do you think <laughs> it is? You think it's the energy in the ground or just all the craziness Vegas was created? I think like Vegas is crazy. Everyone's going out to have a crazy night. There's crazy things happening in those hotel rooms all the time. I think it's just like a hub 
for energy. And that's why I believe even the nicest hotels in Vegas have something, something dark about them. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, so what are some of you, since I'm sitting in the middle of Hollywood, Los Angeles, what are some of your favorite LA haunted places, restaurants? Have you been to Yamashiro up in I, like the hill? Yes. Oh, I, I live like right by there. Again, I have never done an investigation or a ghost thing there, but I think I've done a murder mystery there. I've eaten oh. there. I'm happy hour there. So tell me about that one. Yeah. So they actually recently gave me a history tour of their entire property, which was insane. It was crazy. I, I didn't know how many things Yamashiro like was before it was a restaurant. Um, it was a military school. It was a museum. It was a saloon slash brothel. It was so many different things. It was a zoo. And um, there's just so much history there so much energy behind all of that 600 year old pagoda that was transferred from Japan, who they believe brought along a spirit of this woman that sings in their gardens and they hear her all the time. That's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. certainly beautiful with the whole view of the city and it built up on a hill. And I think Hollywood, there's these energy vortexes in it. I've, I've seen them. I felt them starting at like through Griffith park and going all the way down to Malibu. I honestly think that that's why Hollywood is where Hollywood is um, because of these energy vortex and there's such Yamashiro in the hill. So that's pretty cool. Well, we'll have to it's, go there one day too. <laughs> I am. I am so down. The bridal room suite apparently has this woman that haunts it as well. I guess she was murdered on the property when it was a brothel and you can definitely feel some sadness when you walk up there. I definitely did. It was like really heavy. That is a big, yes, I have to, I don't think I've ever been in the bridal suite there. So that is good. It is so funny how many places have had the brothel. It's like every business, because I do it a lot of mining towns, Virginia city, vulture city, Nevada city, Butte. And it's like, I, I think there's a bank at a brothel. There you go. <laughs> exactly. If it was a brothel, it's haunted. Like that's, that's how it is. Facts, you know, I guess, I don't know. Um, I know, I, and, and another place, because um, I was talking to Rob, my producer beforehand, and one of my favorite places too, but I haven't done an investigation there, is Sassafras, right right here on yes. Dine, right? That's. And I had no idea it was haunted at all. I thought it was just like a creepy looking bar. They collect all these antiques and whatnot. Um, but I was curious and I went and the manager was like, oh, no, we're haunted. Like, come and do an investigation here. I'll tell you all the stories. Um, they have a house in there that was transported from the South that was built in the 1800s and an old woman passed away in it, actually. Um, and they see her walking around like like they see an old lady walking around upstairs and downstairs pretty creepy um and then lights get messed with all the time sound gets messed with it's freaky there's electricity that is good we'll just have to do it like one of those guided tours throughout the town i like it um i'm i'm down okay we have a, everybody want to come with us okay everybody come with us. we're going to plan an event we're going to plan spooky foodie and meat and whoever else wants to go let's do exactly. it exactly like a haunted bar crawl i love doing those i have one that i made going through hollywood boulevard there's a bunch of little haunted bars all around there <laughs> yes i've been in a bunch of the little haunted bars along hollywood boulevard all these little things you didn't even know were there and you've lived there in like forever and ever and like there's a club underground there's a club up here and they all there's, have that 
fabulously creepy vibe. (laughs) It's crazy. It's fun though. And you know what? Every time I go through downtown, like, I mean, I feel a different energy when I go to Hollywood. Like there's two different kinds of energies. I feel like there's a vortex in downtown, but it's different than Hollywood. I agree. Every place has its own feel. Ah, and um, yeah, I, I think, how, I mean, they both have dark and they both have light. I think downtown has more dark. Hollywood has more fun, but yes. They both have both. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like the ghosts that hang off the chandeliers at the Hollywood Roosevelt and stuff like that. Cause they do. I and didn't know they did. I didn't know that they did that. Yes, they do. I've been going there. Well, forever. I met my husband at the Hollywood Roosevelt. I used to do a regular show there weekly with the Cinegrove, the club they used to have. You could walk into the big ballroom where the first Academy Awards were and feel the cold spot. I mean, you could bring any equipment at any time. Um, they, but they play against the haunted. So if you want to go there, don't tell them you want to do a haunted thing because they got rid of like the Marilyn Monroe mirror. I've got to stay in like room 923, the Montgomery cliff room and all this stuff, but you gotta, gotta be a little clandestine. Oh my goodness. I think they'd I, have twice the business if they say yes, we're haunted, but what do I know? I I agree. And I want to get into that too, about the Alexandria hotel that I visited. So I went to the Alexandria hotel. Have you ever been there? I have. Love it. Um, It's so like, it's so creepy in, in there. Um, I got invited by the woman that is refurbishing the Valentino suite there, the Rudolph Valentino one where he used yeah. to stay. And um, I I did a ghost investigation there. I guess I wasn't supposed to. And the owner got really, really mad at me. He did not like the fact that I was promoting that it was haunted and all this kind of stuff. But I was like, man, like it's it's really good business. Like you'll see. So I think his perspective is changing on it, but that was one of the craziest uh, investigations I've ever had. Really? Because that's one of those old, be- beautiful, yet weird, downtown, not kept up to, to par kind of hotels. And I do yeah. think there's a crazy, weird energy downtown. Again, I don't, if it's the land, if it's whatever it is, it's, ah. It, that's how it feels to me. I it, Like I said, driving through LA, I feel different energies throughout i've always been sensitive to that kind of thing too so i guess that you know adds to it maybe some people don't notice but i definitely do so i know one of the things that you wrote about in your um because i have a school i teach spirituality and paranormal and mediumship and all this stuff but i do know that you wrote you you wrote something in your bio about literally having an attachment for like 10 months from a cemetery what was that that was like a really hard thing for me to deal with because so I went to the South with my boyfriend and his family and we went to this really old cemetery. We thought it'd be a really good idea to do some ghost hunting in a cemetery. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was a big mistake. Um, his family were skeptics, but by the end of the night, they were believing in the paranormal. Um, what was happening was we were playing find my grave, which is such a great idea. Uh, Um, and we were talking to this one spirit who was answering us through this little music chord that he was playing. He kept going, da-da, like over and over again, um, until we kind of found his grave area, but we never actually could find it. Um, he kept pointing to us 
to this area that was empty. There was nothing there. So maybe he was like a lost grave or something like that. So we ended up not being able to find him. Another 20 minutes went by and we were like, okay, we're going to leave now. Goodbye. And he goes, Dunna. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, no, no. Um, we kind of found out through that, that he was like a music teacher and that kind of thing. And I went home the next day and I used the spirit box. And the first thing that came up in the spirit box was Denna. And I was like, okay, there's something wrong with the spirit box. Then nothing that happened to us was real. This is just like a little program that happens in there automatically or something. I don't know. But then we do an investigation somewhere else and we're with a medium and she's like, there is something with you. He's into music. He responds through music because he was doing it again in the spirit box. And she says, I'm seeing six people in a cemetery in a lost spirit. And I'm like, okay, wow. <laughs> like, so <laughs> this is real. This is real. And he's been with, he was with me for 10 months. We called him the music man. And that was also a bad thing. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to nickname him. And he made me just like really sad sometimes. He's a very lonely spirit. He attached to my energy because I'm happy. And some people have said it was almost kind of like an obsession with me or something. Just like he really liked being with me. Right. Um, but I felt that every day. I would have weird thoughts. I would get into really strange music and sad music. And at the end, he was really taking my energy. So actually two weeks ago, I visited my friend, Zachariah, the witch. I know Zachariah um, well, yes. And he helped me get rid of him. And it was a really, really heavy moment. I actually like felt like the, I felt the point before he left. I really did. There was one thing Zachariah said, and I forget what he said right now, but it like my whole body just like, just mm -hmm. felt different. Good. Yeah, you, you can't keep them on. I, I, we talked in school and there's lots of way I, I used to not like cemeteries, but now I love them, but they are sacred ground. There's little things that you need to follow, like leaving coins when you go in, you really have to um, find the oldest grave if you can. That's the gravekeeper. There's all these old folklore, religion, belief systems along the way. And if you do that, it, it's the most magical place ever because it is holy and sacred ground, but you can't go there and just go trampling around and and not expect something to happen <laughs> but i could teach you that in five minutes so that is i would good. i yeah. would love a crash course on cemetery surfing but um yeah i i made a mistake i definitely learned a lesson i should have i should have done the steps i should have researched it um definitely and, and will then, for next time and then whenever you leave you just really goodbye thank you nothing's coming home with me there's a thousand different rituals to do sigils and symbols and herbs and oils and this and that and the other thing but you just do something <laughs> would you yeah. you know when you okay you thank you appreciate you go, goodbye that's it just like a ouija bar just like a, walking out of the cecil or walking out of the roosevelt or walking out you don't get to stay um, yeah but yeah so just it's fine to work within your religion or belief system work within a combination of every religion or belief system like i do um, depending on, cause the more, you know, the new court, Oh, Oh, that's a gin. Oh, that's a, this. So I know how to deal with that one. Oh, that's into the elemental world. How do we deal with that? So, yeah. So keep learning. 
Um, mm, 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 mm. Um, yeah. Now, I know you've also done some, again, being a Hollywood girl and being married to a musician, married to a drummer, you've had some experiences up on the strip, right? Like with um, music venues, like, I don't know which ones. Oh, yeah. So I've been to the Viper Room. The Viper I room. love the Viper Room. And it's dark. It has like that that energy again about it. And um, they were so open when I emailed them to giving me a whole tour. They let me investigate the bottom of the, the like the bottom bar when you walk in. And I, I forget her name right now, but she's the, she's the lady that, she's like the ticket lady, but she's been there for so long. She used to be friends with River Phoenix and all of that. And she was just telling me all these crazy stories about how haunted it is. And I never knew. I never knew. Yeah. Well, I, what I always say is big in life, big in death. Uh, people who want to be big in music or acting or sports or anything, they're big personality people, big everything going on. They're going to be big spirit ghosts. You know, Bob, the quiet banker who worked it behind a little desk. He's, that's, he, that's the kind of ghost he is. I'm, I'm a rock star is I'm a rock star. I'm a movie star as I'm a movie star. Um, and even I think a lot of people who end up in like the big prisons, because we always have to go to the, the scary places, Yeah, uh, it's like even a lot of them, they weren't just the mild, meek bad guys or burglars or robbers. They're true. big energy. So they tend to be more entertaining. <laughs> that That's so true. I, I got that at the Whiskey A Go-Go when we went. There is we went with Zachariah actually and, and he kept getting like this phrase in his head like don't touch my guitar like why are you here like it was very like mm, like this is my turf like I'm a rock star like you can't come into my green room kind of energy oh that's cool yeah I did an investigation with Zachariah well several months ago and now we, we did we took over Virginia City that was pretty cool I we, saw that Yes. Yeah, that with Corey so and Elton and Linda the Ghost Hunter, and her and, and Zachariah were a team, and we were a team, and it was pretty fun. What that a place great series! Crazy. Yeah, and that that place they can, they have brothels. <laughs> Classic. There you go. Classic. Um, but but what's funny about places like that? It depends on the era of the, where the most of the people were because. I do spend a lot of time, I think because the oldest stuff on the West Coast is the mining towns that was here first before anything else. Right. Um, they have, you know, they, they haven't kept up with the Me Too. <laughs> no. Men treat women differently. Boy ghosts treat women differently. It's like, you can't touch me there. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, you don't know modern etiquette. No, I guess you wouldn't, which. <laughs> have some manners. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that is funny. So you mentioned, and you, I, we ran my bite, we're going back, that your dad worked like Vegas history and mob history and stuff. That's pretty fascinating too. It's really cool. He used to work at the mob museum and he would take me to, you know, like all the different spots, like old town Vegas, all that. He was always interested in that. So I think that's why I'm super interested in this too. And I've also been getting into the mob history of downtown. I think it's really interesting to kind of keep track where they all hung out and who haunts what right yeah. big personalities so what do you think is the is the scariest place you've ever been is there one that stands out 
the Alexandria for sure. Okay. Cool. I, um, so there's, there's obviously a lot of ghosts there. Um, I could talk all day about the stories, but there is allegedly a serial killer that haunts the basement. And I went to, I went to do an investigation at the Alexandria like four times. So it was my fourth time where I actually really started to dive in deep with this spirit. I believe it was the serial killer, but he was just, whoever it was, he was dark in general, did not like women, would get really frustrated. The time before that, he wouldn't tell me his name. He called himself Mr. Tough Guy. And that's what he wanted me to refer him to as. And so I would say that. The next time I went, I was like, where's Mr. Tough Guy? And then he finally gave me his name. I forget about, I forget what it was right now, but it's on my YouTube. And he threatened me with a shotgun, a lot of different things. It's a very, very heavy Estes method. And I've never had an experience with a spirit that strong and that not evil, like in a demonic way, just like he's just not a good person. And you could feel that heaviness in the room. And luckily, I mean, he didn't attach to me. I guess he just likes being there, but it was a crazy experience. And it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's awesome. I do love it. I'm not a techie person because it's just, I'm my best tech of pair of dowsing rods, but I do like the Estes method. I love the Estes method. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, that is when you have soundproof, but you're just hearing through a spirit box, the sounds that come out. Another person who is asking questions, but you can't hear them. And it's amazing how the answers um, match up. I mean, insanely amazing. And we, I just had him on last week, Mike Del Coro um, and Eric, they invented, or Mike developed this thing called the Delco experiment. It's I've YouTube. heard about that. Oh my God, Ansley. You take, it's it's the, the thing, but you have red flashing lights in your eyes. Okay. like goggles and it turns it into this like totally like three-dimensional psychedelic you see through them but it's blank you don't really see through them but you see through them and walls melt and spirits come out and you'll you know delco experiment they're making them now they're not expensive they are you it takes it to a whole other level the, I the, need that. the flashing red light yeah I need that. You're getting me so excited. Okay, I'm gonna go on eBay or wherever you get those. Yeah, yeah. No, Mike Del Coro. Mike Del Coro. He's last week's show. Um, and um, oh. yeah, I can't. I, I I have some, so I will bring them. Go do something. I'm down. We should bring them on our haunted Hollywood <laughs> sassafras. Yes, our haunted tour. Hollywood fast track touring of the world. Um, now I we started talking about because we forewarned you that. Belle, my my little my, my little brunette, right back here, my haunted doll, might wiggle around. So we started talking dolls, and you said you had some as well. Yeah. Um, I'm loving the popularity of haunted dolls right now. I've never seen so many, you know, grown women, grown men, grown men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, talking about their doll collection. Makes me so happy. It's great. I love that they're getting in touch with that side. You know. Yeah. <laughs> And their haunted doll. Um, again, I'm a doll collector, so I have hundreds of dolls, but not that many haunted ones. I, mm -hmm. You have to keep them in line. I, no kids, only a few haunted dolls. But she moves around. So what do you have as a way of haunted dolls? I know you ran over and got something. I know, right? Um, I got this one from an antique store. And 
I'm not really sure about him yet, but he moves his legs a lot. Like I, he sits, and I've seen his legs like move like this, and I've oh. I've heard it like clicking. That's when I know. And then I turn around. I'm like, "What are you doing over there, sir?" Uh -huh. Um, and for those of you on audio, it's a clown doll. Just saying. I'm not a clown. It's a clown doll. So, of course, it's going to do that. It's one of those yes. loose like clown doll. Very cute, though. Very cute. He's adorable. I love him. Um, I love clowns. Very unpopular opinion, but I do love clowns. I know. Well, everybody wants to go to the clown motel. Have you ever been there? No, I've been wanting to go so bad. I think I want to go. I mean, I, I want to go, but I'm going to hate it. But I want to go. We, we should We should go. They okay. have a lot of dolls there. I know. I guess they have regular dolls too. So, um, yeah, my bell, she, she, she moves around. She stares at people. Everyone could tell her mood. Her eyes open and close. The doll next to her that you can't even see very much, actually. Cheryl, we have vid down there in the corner, just above that. We have video of me teaching one of my classes at the school. And literally... I was looking into the camera, just bah, 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 my chatter, chatter, chatter. She was like right here. I'm talking. Both my hands are invisible. And she went. And the whole class caught it. I didn't catch it. I tried to debunk it every which way I could. Both my hands were in view. There was no one else in my house. My dog is a oh dachshund, cannot reach that high. And I'm like, but she's not haunted. She's not haunted. She's not haunted. And I blew up the video and she's not a literally uh, an orb flew out of the bookcase into the doll, moved the doll and came out of the doll. So something just likes going in and out. Yeah. Something's going in and out. Um, I actually just taught a class on it yesterday. So, um, so do you use when you do investigations, are you a real techie person? Do you use like trigger objects or bears and things like that? Um, I don't have, I don't have the bears. I have like a REM pod. I mainly, have been loving the Estes method. Like that's the thing that I've been using the most because I have a great team and they like to be the vessel and I like asking questions and I've honestly gotten the best results from doing that. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I just got a little tiny bear at, at Ventura. This is really cute because I bought one. I had bought one, like one of the known name brands and it never worked once. And I know there were ghosts because everything else went off K2s, REM pods, but it was just a faulty bear, but this little guy and really inexpensive. Um, and then I just got her and she just worked. She's like a handmade doll and she's a trigger object. And um, I was doing a seance the other night and my friend asked what she could do for this, like of health issue she had and the doll. Blah, 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 blah. And literally the spirit box said, pray. And this girl had a Catholic background. I'm like, oh, this is good. Now I need a nun on my ah, investigation. I love that nun. I want one. And yeah, it's a, I could look it up. They're a paranormal group that I don't know where they are. If they were out of Arizona or Ventura. Yeah. I don't, but I, I could find it, I think. But yeah, they had really, they made really good. I, I was going to buy a rim pod, but it was their display metal. So much less expensive and, and handmade and, and nice. Yeah. Some of the ghost equipment is just so expensive. I, I can't even believe it. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, Rob, I think, just said um, PacificCoastParacon.com, oh. which is where I just was. If you go to PacificCoastParacon.com, it's a 
blank, blank, blank. I think it's a three-letter group paranormal team. I'm oh, cool. Yeah, but they had they invent really cool looking everything from and they had they had like raggedy Ann dolls that looked like a, a, an Annabelle. They had little. I like little because I yeah. carry too much stuff. So I do too. So that I'm is a fan cool. of little dolls. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stock this Paracon site now. I know it's it's it is good, and if you don't find it, it's I I swear to gosh, it's three letter paranormal something like that and they're just a, they're a team but they also invent and they had all sorts of fun stuff and they cleaned up because i was speaking on the stage at the time at towards the end i was the last speaker and by the time i got off stage they they were all packed up i'm like oh no my room no it was beautiful it had a pentacle on it wood box and like i I like anything that looks more natural or old fashioned. It didn't look old fashioned, but it was wood instead of plastic. And yeah, um, I love it. that kind of stuff. So, are the spirits like in your house attached to your dolls? Are they like nice? Like, do you know their? Oh, names I will like... not have bad spirits. And yes, um, I Bell of Gun is my main one haunted doll. I don't keep too much more. Again, it's just like uh, one dog, one cat, one ghost. But I do have a spirit who who lives here, who came with the house. Her name is Adrian. She was an artist. She lived in the house from 1960s until the late 1990s. Yeah. Um, she died. She did not die in the house, but she came with the house. My husband and I moved in in 2001 and all her art was there that she had painted and her macrame that she was a hippie in the 60s and a disco queen in the 70s and whatever it was you were in the 80s. And I, I have her everything. My house is filled with her artwork, her tie dye, her macrame, her fine art. And her, she came with it. Oh. We even got married in the backyard. We did a big garden wedding. And I, I, I love roses. They're my favorite flower. So she was like shooting roses out of my bouquet. And all the neighbors who had known her for years are going, oh, that's Adrian. She loved roses. She sang La Vienne Rose. I'm like, hi, Adrian. So she came to the house and she's really protective. She likes most everybody. She likes to be recognized. She got mad at us once. My husband and I had a flood and we had to move out. And then construction worker were here. Yeah. She literally took a picture of us from over the bed, out of the frame, just took it out. It was sealed up. No way to explain it. Um, it's like, okay, I'm very sorry. We had to move out. It was a yeah. flood. Um, but the sorry. funniest one with her, oh my God. Because she was in her 90s when she passed, but... I think she was a young and wild one in her youth. I was filming a French TV show here. Um, he's a dear friend now, Monsieur Poulpe. He's a comedian. He's a French comedian actor. And um, we filmed at the Roosevelt. We filmed here. We did seances here. We were um, yeah. all over the place. She fell in love with him. He's like, because the whole crew was speaking French. I don't speak French. He was like, he's this, this cute little goofy actor guy. Oh my God. She followed us. We spent the night at the Roosevelt and because um, he wanted to talk to Marilyn Monroe, but Adrian wouldn't leave him alone. It was oh great. my goodness. She likes great. French dudes. She likes French dudes. She's French. I think she had six husbands or something. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my but, goodness. Yeah, Lo love that for her. She <laughs> is really protective, but but that's it. Again, most of my dolls are not haunted. Um, you know, I could teach somebody how to haunt one because I, I worry all the the fake haunted dolls. I don't worry, but people are wasting money on certain eBay sellers and stuff. It's like, 
they can be high in price too. Yeah. And I know people who bought them. It's like, there's no ghost in here. They might tell you how to bring one in, but you know, you can't go to target, buy a ghost, put on a spooky outfit and say it's haunted. And that sellers had 48 other exact same haunted doll. It's just a little fishy. Yes. I I think you could find a lot more at thrift stores and antique stores. Definitely. That's where I go. Yeah, that's where I go. And if you're if you're intuitive at all, which if you're interested in the paranormal, you probably are intuitive. You're going to be able to tell which ones have some activity. I do. I have a hard time at antique stores too. I have to cleanse myself when I. You have to cleanse. You have to clear. Room. You have to ward. Yep. So that's cool. So what do you have coming up? Anything good coming up that we need to know about? Hmm. Or tell. Oh, uh, I have. A, a cocktail that I made at the Sassafras. Um, they have it there now. It's a signature cocktail. It is dedicated to their resident ghost, the lady of the saloon. Um, it's like this black and bubbly cocktail. We'll have to try it uh, together. It's amazing. Um, that's will. that's the newest thing that's uh, you know been going on. Nothing that's pretty else cool to have your own cocktail for a ghost. That's that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. Um, it's cool. Um, so how do people find you? If everybody now is intrigued with you as I am, and how do they find you on social media, website, where you're going to be? So I have a TikTok, which is at Spooky Foodie. My Instagram is at Spooky Foodie Official. And then I just started my YouTube channel, and that is just Spooky Foodie. Okay, you guys check her out, like, follow, do all those fabulous things. Um, and then then we'll get we'll go out. We will have some signature cocktails, talk to ghosts, and then I'll have you come back on and we'll talk about it. That sounds fantastic to me. I know. So and maybe all you guys out there in the Southern California area will all do an event. Maybe Adrian will come. Maybe Adrian, especially if we go bite men. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, All right. Well, thank you so much. Ansley, the spooky foodie. Thanks for coming to the witching hour. Thank you, Patty. Thank you for having me. Ah.